Hey, and welcome to the Points to Paradise podcast, where we discuss all things travel-related, travel inspiration, and credit card points miles. I'm your host, Megan Lanford, a stay-at-home mama, vacation lover, and small-town girl who learned how to travel for nearly free. Me and my family went from taking maybe one vacation a year to over six trips in a year. I want to show you exactly how to make you and your family's travel goals come true. I want to show you that traveling to dream destinations is possible without ever having to worry about how much money it'll cost you. So if you're ready to be inspired and start traveling with your family for nearly free, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Points to Paradise podcast. I am so excited to have you here today for our very first episode. This has been something that I have wanted to provide you for a while now, and I'm just so excited because I think podcasts are just the best way for me to get out information and to teach you thoroughly about the points world and to give you tangible bits that you can use to start your own travel journey with points. So, so, so grateful to have you here. Um, My name is Megan Lanford. I am your host. I am a stay-at-home mama. I have a one and a half-year-old daughter who also loves to travel. She's been on three plane rides already in her lifetime. Uh, we, me and my husband live in a very small town in central New Mexico. I am a desert girl at heart, originally from Phoenix. So you will not see me traveling anywhere to cold places in the winter. If it's a winter trip, we're going to be on a beach somewhere down south. (laughs) I can promise you that. Uh, I got started with points and miles about two years ago. I stumbled upon it on Instagram and I was started looking into it a little bit more and I just thought, oh my gosh, this is genius. And at the time I had gotten one credit card, but that was a cashback card. I think I got like $800 cashback and we used the $800 for our food on our honeymoon. And I thought I was like a genius for doing this. And little did I know, I knew nothing. And I started just Googling and researching everything I could about points and miles. I even took a little online course and just started learning everything I could. I got three credit cards within like six months. And I told my husband I wanted to try this. And he said, yeah, go ahead. And I mean, we'll see if it works. Like he really didn't believe me that this was going to work. And so I did that. And then in January of 2022, no, January 23, we took our very first vacation using the points to Austin, Texas. It was a short little trip because my daughter was only a couple months old and we went for a few days and our flights were free other than taxes paid on Southwest. So it was like $11, I think. And then our hotel stay was free. So he was hooked and he was like, this, this works, like, let's keep going. And then since then we've opened, I think 11 credit cards in 2023 between the two of us and earned hundreds of thousands of points and we took six vacations in 2023 with the points that we earned so fast forward two years and we're able to take multiple vacations a year and that was never possible for us before before we got married we said we can take one trip a year like one big vacation a year and we'll save up for that one vacation and that's kind of our plan And I just, I never was okay with that plan. I knew that's what we had to do because we just couldn't afford it. But I was just secretly like dying inside. I was like, oh, I want more than one vacation a year. So the world of points and miles has opened up 
so many avenues for us and created so many memories just in this last year. So I'm so excited for what 2024 brings us and excited to share what I have learned with you all. So today's first episode, we're going to talk about the basics of travel points. We're going to go over what it is, the strategy, all of the beginner things that you should know before getting started in what I call this hobby, because it really is just a great hobby to get into. And just kind of go over some of the myths, which cards you should start with, and just all the ins and outs that you need to know before getting started. So how does this thing work? So what it is, is basically the strategy of opening up credit cards for what's called a sign-up bonus. And a sign-up bonus is an incentive that the credit cards or banks are giving you to open up a card and use that credit card. So what it is, is a card will offer you a sign-up bonus of, let's just say, 70,000 points you will earn when you spend $3,000 on your credit card in the first three months. And that's typically what they look like. They'll give you a large chunk of points when you spend a certain amount in a certain time frame. And they all vary. Some cards you have to spend $10,000 to get it. Some cards you only have to put one transaction on them. So they're all very different and it's very easy to find a credit card that is going to fit within your budget. So we are using the cards as a replacement of our debit card essentially. So we're no longer going to use your debit card. You're going to use the credit card like it's your debit card. So you are purchasing your gas, your groceries, paying what bills you can, back to school shopping, just the basics that you would spend your money on every single day on your credit card instead of your debit card. And then each month, you are going to pay your credit card off in full so that you have no interest charges and no late fees. So it's not going to cost you anything extra to use the credit card versus the debit card. So we want to be really uh, responsible with our credit card and paying it off, not going on a shopping spree, because if we're spending extra money to get these points, then they're really not free points because you're putting yourself over your budget and potentially into debt, which is what we don't want to do. We want to be responsible. We want to increase our credit score. We don't want to go over our family's monthly budget. So this hobby has actually helped me and my husband budget more than we ever have before and be more conscious about what we're spending because we don't want to just swipe that credit card and then see our statement and be like, oh my gosh, what did we do? So it's just your everyday expenses that you are going to spend normally. You're going to continue that. And why not earn free points on the money you spend every day at the store and get a free vacation out of it? I mean, why not? If you're already spending the money, you might as well get a benefit out of it. That's the way I look at it. So that is just in a nutshell what it is. And for this hobby, it depends on your travel goals and it is completely customized to what you and your family are looking for. If you are looking to take one vacation a year using your points, then you can absolutely open like one or two credit cards and just spend on those cards to get that one free vacation a year. So don't think you have to get tons and tons of credit cards if you don't want to. Me and my husband like to take multiple trips and we also like to have a stash of points just in case we like up and decide to go somewhere that next week or to go see family. We just kind of like to have a stash of points just in case also. So we open multiple credit cards a year 
we'll get our sign-up bonus, and then when we hit that sign-up bonus, then we'll go ahead and open up another cart. So that's something you can do too. So it's completely open to your travel goals and what you and your family want to do, which is the great part about it too, is that there's there's no one way to do this, that it is totally up to you and your family. So when we are looking at credit cards, there are four major banks that have the best travel credit cards out there. So that's going to be American Express, City, Capital One, and Chase Bank. So those are the four major banks that we are looking at travel credit cards through. And within those banks, there's two different types of cards that you can get. There are flexible point cards, and these are cards through those banks that earn flexible points that can be transferred out to multiple transfer partners. So each bank has their own list of transfer partners, and we're thinking Hyatt, Marriott, Southwest Airlines, Delta, those kinds of things. They have a list of transfer partners you can transfer them out to, and you can use those points for whatever you want. So for example, Chase is one of my favorite banks to have credit cards with because their transfer partners are Hyatt, Marriott, and Southwest Airlines. There's tons more, but I really, really use a lot of points with Hyatt Hotels because when you book with points, that hotel stay is completely free. They also have really good status. I'll do an entire episode on Hyatt and why I love them, but I like to earn lots of points. So I can take my Chase points, they're called Ultimate Rewards, and I can transfer those Ultimate Rewards to Hyatt and then book my hotel directly through Hyatt with my points. Or if I decide, oh, I really need some points to book a flight, I'll transfer them to Southwest Airlines and book through Southwest. So that's the great thing about flexible points. If you don't necessarily know where you want to go, or like me, I like to stack up points just in case I have a trip that's last minute, they're really good. And they don't expire when you have them within your bank's portal. Once, for, once you transfer them out to the transfer partner, there is usually a time frame in which, when you have to use them. Not always, but within the bank, they don't expire. So they just sit there until you decide where to transfer them to and use them, which is a great thing. The other type of card that you can get is going to be a brand card. So this is still through the four banks, but there's going to be a brand associated with that card. So for example, I have a Chase Hyatt card. So it's through Chase Bank. They approved me for the card, but all the points that I earn on that card go towards Hyatt and are within my Hyatt account. So you would have a Hyatt account that you sign up for, and then all your points go straight to your account, and they are in there for you to book with Hyatt directly. So you can't transfer them out of Hyatt, they are within Hyatt. So there's tons and tons of different brand cards. Almost every airline and hotel has one. So if you are a really loyal Hilton fan, and you love Hilton Hotels, then getting a Hilton brand card is really a smart move for you. And most of the brand cards will have like three night certificates for the hotels. They'll have like uh, upgraded status. So you'll hold a status within that airline or hotel. So there's really good perks usually associated with that brand. So you want to choose brand cards that you are really loyal to and that you really like to use. And that is going to be something that I recommend you do is 
having brands that you are loyal to and earning points within those brands because it'll help you gain status within that brand and um, just make it easier so that you don't have tons of points scattered out through multiple different brands. So earning those flexible points and having brand cards are both a really good pairing. So for me, for example, I really like Hyatt and Marriott because Marriott has more locations than Hyatt does. So for some of the places I go, there might not be a Hyatt. So I'd like to have Marriott points there also just in case. So I have a Hyatt and a Marriott card. And then I really like to use Southwest Airlines. So I have Southwest points also. And you can have one or two or even three. And it really depends too, because a lot of the times these banks will have elevated card offers. So they'll say, instead of the 60,000 points you normally get for the sign-up bonus, we're going to elevate it to 80,000. And when they have really good deals like that for different cards, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't really stay at Hilton, but they're offering five free nights. So I'll probably get that card and then and then I'll try and figure out how to use those points or book a vacation to where I know I'll use those points. So those are just some of the things to keep in mind when you're thinking about what kind of cards you might want to start getting within the next year or two. So how often should you be getting a card? Like I said, you can just get one or two cards if you want. Um, if you're looking to get really into this hobby and you're wanting to open multiple cards, I recommend waiting at least 90 days in between opening cards. Otherwise, it'll start pinging on your credit score and banks will um, be more likely to deny you for a credit card because you'll have opened too many credit cards in a shorter time frame. So 90 days is the recommendation. Again, if there is like an elevated offer that's going to end and you're at like the 60 day mark, you can go ahead and do that. I just wouldn't make a habit of doing it all the time. But if there's an elevated offer that you are worried about missing out on, then definitely go for it. It's not going to be the end of the world. Just don't do it all the time. So 90 days is really kind of the sweet spot. So some of the myths or misconceptions that come up when it comes to credit card points is one is the fees. So annual fees. And this was kind of for me when I started, I saw the first card I got was a $95 annual fee. And I thought, Ooh, I don't know if I want to pay $95 every year for this credit card. But I was getting $2,000 worth of travel out of those points from that sign-up bonus. So it completely outweighed the amount that I was paying. And each card comes with a plethora of benefits with that card. So what I recommend doing is looking at all of the benefits and adding all those up for the cash value and seeing if that outweighs your annual fee. So for example, one of the cards I have gives me baggage um, insurance, rental car insurance. It gives me a free night certificate. Um, I add all these things up. There's an Uber Eats credit on one of them. I live in the middle of nowhere. We don't even have Uber anywhere near us. So I'm never going to use that benefit. So I wouldn't add that up. So you want to make sure that you're looking at the benefits that you would actually use add that up and then compare it to the annual fee to see if it's worth it. So for $95, yes, that was absolutely worth it for me. Some of the seven, $800 annual fee cards that have those Uber Eats, the Saks credits, all the Nordstrom, some of those things, I may not use those. And so that card may not be worth it for me. So 
So you just really want to personalize it to you and look at it that way. But look at the amount of travel value on the cash side that you're going to get for those points. And I can guarantee almost every single time that that sign up bonus is going to be well worth the annual fee that you pay on that card. And you can reevaluate the card every single year. So when that annual fee comes up again, if you aren't ready to pay that or maybe you're not getting the benefit out of that card, you can downgrade that card, you can close that card, or you can ask for a retention offer, which we'll talk about that in an episode later on. But I do recommend make sure you have the card open for at least a year. You never want to close a card down um, after just having it for a year because that will um, ping on your credit score and drop your score a little bit. So I do just recommend that. Speaking of credit score, that is another one. I hear all the time that if you start getting multiple credit cards, what what happens to my credit score? Like that's not going to be good for my credit score, right? This is actually not true. So when you responsibly use your credit card, like we said, paying it off in full every single month, being responsible, then your credit score will actually go up. So my husband, he just, he has his car paid off. He never had any debt. He didn't have school loans, like nothing like that. So his credit score wasn't really the greatest when we started doing this. And he actually couldn't even get a credit card approval. Like he got denied multiple times. He has his own LLC, his LLC. I tried applying for a credit card through there. He got denied. Uh, So I had to add him actually as an authorized user on one of my cards to help build up his credit before he could get a card. Since then, this was about a year and a half, two years ago. Since then, he has opened up, I believe, five credit cards and his credit score has gone up 100 points. I was like completely shocked when I saw that. And now he's getting like offers in the mail for these like high-end Amex gold cards and all these things. And he his credit score has actually gone up more than mine. So it really does help your credit score when it's done responsibly. And as long as you're waiting the 90 days, you're paying off your cards in full, you're never going to see a decrease in your credit score. So don't worry about that one. I can promise you there. And then the last one is organization. So if you are thinking about opening up lots of credit cards, it can seem overwhelming. How do I keep track of all of these? Um, it, it can just be a lot. So one thing I just want to say is I have 11 credit cards. Are all those credit cards in my wallet? Absolutely not. So I keep the ones in my wallet that I'm working on a sign up bonus. And then the ones that are going to get me like higher points at the grocery store and the gas station and things like that. The other ones I actually just have in the drawer. I will use them once in a while to make sure that they stay active. But for the most part, they're, they're staying in the drawer. So that is one thing. And then the other thing is there is a free app that I highly recommend you download if you're thinking about this. It's called the Travel Freely app. And on this app, you will put in when you open up a credit card. The great thing about it is it doesn't actually link to your bank account. So it doesn't have any of your personal information. You just go in manually when you sign up. Like, let's just say I signed up for a Chase Inc. business card. I will go in and I'll put in my Chase Inc. When the date I opened, it will tell me the sign-up bonus. And it will say the date that I have to reach that sign-up bonus. It will email me and remind me when I have my annual fee. It keeps track of my 524 status. 
and I will explain that in a later episode, so don't worry. Um, but it keeps track of everything, and it has tabs, so it'll keep track of your personal cards, your business cards, my husband's business, and so everything is in one app. It'll show you all the points that you earned that year, and then the cash value for those points. It's just a great way to stay organized with everything, and it'll show you if you've hit that 90-day mark from the last card to when you can open. So if you're like, ooh, am I ready to open up a new card? You just open up the app, and it'll show you where you're at within those 90 days. So it's a great tool. I'll link it here in the show notes for you to download. Like I said, it's free, and it's just a great way to stay organized. So it, I know it seems like a lot when you have, if you're thinking about getting that many cards, but there's a way to stay up on top of it. Another thing I suggest too is right when you get a card, just go ahead and um, do the automatic pay every month so you don't have to worry about going in because even if you are really responsible and you have all those cards, it can get overwhelming to remember to have to pay every single month and when the card is due. So just put it on automatic pay and it makes your life a little bit easier. So the next thing we're going to go into is you're probably thinking, okay, this all sounds great. Now, like, where do I start? There's so many travel credit cards. I promise you will never run out of cards to get because there are so many and it's really hard to pick like sometimes which card I'm going to open up next. But if you haven't started, there is one card that I recommend everybody starts with. It is a Chase card. Like I said, that is my favorite bank to have flexible points with. And this is a flexible points card so that if you maybe don't know where you want to go on vacation yet, you can just have these points ready to transfer them out. If you are getting started, though, I would start recommending you thinking about where you maybe want to go on vacation this year, um, later on, like summer, fall time, where you want to go. Um, and start laying that out so that you can strategically decide which cards you want to start getting. But this is a great one to start with. So I recommend um, everybody have this card. It's the Chase Sapphire Preferred card. Like I said, flexible points. And the sign-up bonus right now is 60,000 points when you spend 4000 in three months. And the annual fee on this card is $95. This card has baggage insurance, um, a bunch of other really good perks. But like I said, having those flexible points is really, really nice. The other great thing about this card is Chase has several flexible points cards, um, a lot of which are business credit cards. And business credit cards are a great addition to your strategy. And I will have an entire episode on business credit cards. But when you have those business credit cards, if you don't have this Chase Sapphire Preferred card, you can't use your points. So they have it where you can get points on those business cards, but you have to transfer those points to the Chase Sapphire Preferred to be able to transfer them out to transfer partners. So it's a little bit of a complicated system. Once you have the Chase Sapphire Preferred card though, it's great because you can get all those other cards and then just accumulate all your points together on this one card and then use it all from this card. So it's a really good card to start with and then add on as you keep going. So it's one that I recommend. I will link it here in the show notes for you um, if you want to apply for that, if you're thinking that you're wanting to get started in this. And that's the other great thing about this. Like you can start and not really have a plan yet or know what you want to do. That's how I was. Like I had my points for, I think it was almost a year in my Chase Sapphire Preferred 
account before I transferred them out and knew what I was going to do with them. So that's a good way to start. So that is everything that I have for you guys today. I hope this was helpful. I know it was a lot of information, but I really just wanted to lay the groundwork for you before you get started and just so that you kind of have all the information that you really, really need to know right now. Um, But like I said, in all these episodes, we are going to dive into specific topics, destinations. I'll share with you how I use my points, how I travel to the places that I do. Um, And I hope to just give you lots of great information and inspire you through this podcast. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode.